Hi, I'm Scott Dunn, and welcome to the first season of Voices of ULI, a podcast brought to you by the Urban Land Institute Asia Pacific. In conversation with thought leaders and industry experts, I'll be asking them to reflect personally on their career journeys, particularly on the actions that they've made that have had significant impact on land use and development today, and what their vision holds for the future of our communities that we live in. In today's episode, we'll be talking to Hiro Mori-san, who is the Director and Executive Vice President of Mori Building and the Chair of Yolai Japan. Thank you, Mori-san, for joining us today. You're welcome. Uh, to start with, I wanted uh, Mori-san to understand a little bit about where you grew up. What was your community like? I graduated from the Tokyo University and uh, my major was uh, economics. But please don't ask me about economics. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I was a Tokyo University's tennis team captain. So I spent a, a lot of time uh, not in the classroom, but in the campus tennis court for, for my uh, university's life. After that, I start my job at the Industry Bank of Japan. It, it's now uh, Mizuho Bank. It was very nice. Bank. And I enjoyed the time with my friends and the companies, superiors, people in the, uh, the IBJ. Nine years was my career in IBJ. After that, I joined Mori Building. So it was uh, 1995. When did you first get interested in, in real estate and development? Was that during those early years in the banking or at university or even before that? Oh, good question. My wife is the daughter of Minoru Mori. So we got married in 1991. So I changed my family name and uh, Minoru Mori asked me to join the company. So after that, uh, I have some interest into the real estate business, real estate development in Tokyo. And what, what was happening at, in Tokyo at that time related to real estate and development? At that time, uh, there was a bubble economy, first bubble economy, as you know, 1989. It was a peak time of uh, stock price, Nikkei stock price level, uh, close to 40,000 yen. And many asset price going up. As for the real estate, 1990. One or 1992 is a peak time uh -huh. for the real estate pricing. So that must have been quite difficult for you being new to real estate, starting mm -hmm. at a time when it was at the top of the, the cycle. How was that in terms of the start of your career? At that time, of course, asset price is going up. But on the other hand, there is some as a new financing method, like a securitization for the real estate business. So the banking business and the real estate business is not so separated. So Arcus, it was the first more building big project was completed in 1986. Mm. So I, I know oh, this type of redevelopment project is very interesting for not only myself, but also many people in Tokyo. Well, uh, yeah, I mm. guess at that time, cities were starting to densify. You're getting more of a shift of people into 
urban centers. And I guess that was the starting point for a lot of your larger redevelopments. Um, and, and with that, there is a real, it seemed like a more emphasis on, on quality um, in terms of the change of the city. So going from low rise to high rise, from single use to mixed use. Maybe talk a little bit about that development philosophy and the, the kind of the Mori way of, of redeveloping parts of the city to accommodate for this population growth. Mm. And I think, I mean, Rapunki mm, yeah. Hills uh, would be probably a good example of that, you know, more of this collaborative development model um, and, and the evolution of placemaking within the city. Because I think Rapunki Hills is probably a, a project at that time that went from very low density to high density with a different type of mix of use? When I started uh, just after the graduate of the university, mm -hmm. uh, business area in Tokyo, uh, mainly in a uh, Tokyo station area, Otemachi Marunouchi. And residential area is uh, around railway, Yamatsen area. So people are commuting from their residence to the office area. So after that, Arcus completion timing was in 1986, as I mentioned. There are some residential area. Mori building built some residences so people can easily to access their office. Mm -hmm. So before the um, multi-purpose redevelopment, people commute for a long time, one hour or more. And as you know, there are many dense train mm -hmm. in the morning, commuting train. Mm -hmm. So, so I think uh, it's a good trigger for city development in Tokyo. How did you decide on which areas would make the most amount of sense in terms of uh, placement of new mixed-use development? Like you mentioned, most of the uh, development office development was around Tokyo Station. So when you oh. started looking at other areas, how did you decide? At Mori family owns some property, and Mori building also uh, some commercial building in. Minato Ward, southwest from Tokyo Station. So we had some site, so we negotiate and persuade the surrounding people to join the development project in Tokyo. For that model, the collaborative development model with land owners, your own ownership, and the way in which you then uh, build an association or redevelopment association, can you talk a little bit about that model um, and the uniqueness of that model? Uh, yes, it's very unique. So our project uh, is a collaborative de development with existing individual land owners. So it, this is a, a light conversion style. Uh, the original land owner exchanged their property from their own small house into a new developed floor or some space. This is equivalent exchange uh, conversion style. Right. It's very complicated and this is very uh, unique in Tokyo, in Japan. Was that part of the foundational success for Rapungi Hills? Yeah, also, yes. Rapungi Hills and Akhils also. Because I think Rapungi Hills is, is very well known internationally mm. um, and it's a fantastic example of mixed use creation of higher density but maybe talk about some of those challenges in terms of actually 
being able to develop that type of project. Because I think that's relevant for how cities are transforming and some of the issues that you have with land ownership. Yes, it's a very good question. As for the Ropon Hills project, uh, we started this project in 1986. This year is a completion timing of our first project, Arc Hills. Mm-hmm. After that, uh, Mori Building started the new project, Ropong Hills. As I mentioned at the beginning, at the end of 1980s and beginning of 1990s, it was a peak time of uh, asset prices. So after that, uh, bubble economy burst, asset price is going down. And additionally, there was a big earthquake in Kobe in 1995. So the people wanted to do something because if they are living in just small old houses, it's not safety for, against the earthquake, big earthquake. So they, their mind has changed from just keeping the asset to joining uh, the big project. Mm-hmm. And we, Mori Building, have good example of redevelopment project. It's Arc Hills. Pongi Hills area, the landowners decided to join the project, middle of 1990s. So this project became successful. Before the project, there was about 500 landowners in the site, and almost 400 landowners joined the project. 80%, just 100 landowners asked us to buy their property. They sold and gone. Mm-hmm. If all landowners wanted to sell all properties to Mori Building, we couldn't do this because the cost is very expensive. Mm-hmm. So this system is quite, as I mentioned, it's complicated, but it's important for redevelopment project. But the big concern is it takes long time. The point is, as I mentioned, I st- the starting time was 1986. The completion year was 2003. It took 17 years. And Arcus also it took time, uh, almost 20 years. Do you think because it takes so long that that gives you more time to think about what it is you actually want to build and the pro- like the outcome that you're trying to achieve? Uh, the reason why it takes time is to make a con- consensus among all the people mm-hmm. who, are, who are living in the area, so who want to sell or who want to join. And after that, we have to get the approval from the government, local government. Mm-hmm. Of course, it, takes, it took time. But I guess when you compare that to other development models, because I guess the first 40 years with Mori Building was really focused in Japan, and then uh, Mori Building started to go overseas. Oh, um, okay. And... I mean, can you compare that to, you know, for example, Shanghai uh, and, and the development model there uh, in, in terms of, of how you're able to take some of that Japanese development model and apply it then overseas? As for the Shanghai project, the land is already concentrated and arranged by the local government. We, private developer, didn't have to negotiate with the each run, small landowners. City government arranges this site uh, clearly. After that, 
they did some uh, bidding for developers. So we motivated raise a hand and to get the uh, right to develop, use this land for 50, for 40 years or 50 years. Mm -hmm. So it's a big difference between uh, Tokyo's pro project, the development project, and uh, our overseas project. How, how did you find it going overseas? Honestly, uh, at that time, just after the bubble economy was bu bursted, uh, there's no opportunity in Tokyo to progress a project. So, unfortunately, the Darian city is a northern part of China. Uh, Dar Darian city's Tokyo branch was in our building as a tenant. So, the mayor of the Darian city uh, asked us to build a new commercial building in Darian. So, Minoru Mori went to the Darian to Look, uh, look for this project site. At the same time, he went to Shanghai and uh, the Shanghai government expre explained uh, the Tudong new development area. So Minoru Mori uh, felt excited. He decided one project in Darian, two projects in Shanghai. Mm. I think this is first uh, trigger key. Uh, for Mori building to expand the project into uh, China overseas. And what were what were some of your challenges in doing that? So you know, looking back now, what were kind of some of the key things that you really needed to overcome uh, in terms of building it in China? But before we started the project, Mori building team went there to survey about the demand of the office building. So. Well, our team went there and go to the the office in Darian and Shanghai to and ask, do you want some uh, appropriate space for business? Because at that time, uh, the specs of the office buildings is not good level. Mm. So many international institutes, including Japanese companies, yes, uh, if Mori Building built some new office building, we will move into. You are building. Every company replied, and it's good comment. So uh, our team felt, felt oh, there is a big demand for the commercial building. So so decided to build the project, start the project. Yeah, I, it's interesting because at that time you have this, especially in China, the mass migration into urban centers. But yet, as you mentioned, not a lot of space was available. So people were building very quickly um, oh. and you kind of have this first wave of very high dense urban environments um, can you talk a little bit about the importance of quality in those developments of course yes the key is how to manage the building after completion it means uh, the quality level is important so for example air conditioning level and uh, Electricity supply, stable supply, and the clean up level for the common space. Their requirement level is getting higher than before, uh, because especially for uh, international institutes, because their headquarter is in Tokyo, headquarter is in New York City, London. They know what is a good grade of the good quality of the office 
space. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, at that time, there was no high quality office space in Chang- Shanghai and Darian. So uh, we started to supply such type of uh, high quality building. And Mori building, the most uh, key issue is we, uh, we create cities and nurture cities. It means after comp- completion, um, the management is important. That's a Mori building uh, basic policy. So we do the se- same policy uh, in Asian city also. Right. I guess, and at that time too, the, there was the two projects in Shanghai, the project in Dalian. There was also uh, just this massive amount of, of growth. And you were quite, um, I guess, selective in terms of how many projects you wanted to take on. What, why was that? Like with the number of opportunities, why not try to do 30 projects um, across China? Our policy is, as I mentioned, the create cities and nurture cities. The similarly, create a building, building. After that, good management for the building. So it takes time and our, we don't sell the project after completion. We keep the ownership of the building and keep the good quality level for the, of the building. So we have to do our project one by one. So it, it is a main reason for why we only two in Shanghai, only one in Daria, not study for the. No, it's interesting. And I think you can see that in your projects, definitely in terms of the, the quality of environment that's, that's created. Um, and I guess that kind of goes with the, the company's mission around revitalizing people and business through creating and developing cities. And as you mentioned, um, the idea of the vertical garden city, um, nature and city, uh, and around safety, security, the environment and culture and art, um, where, you know, security and safety is, I think, fundamental to, to all developments, but often the environment part and the culture and art is often yeah. not so much of a focus. Why, why is that important for you? Safety and security is a first priority, but we have three missions for urban design. Well, first one is a safety and security. Second one is a green and environment. Third one is art and culture. Mori building is happy to, for the people to enjoy being inside of the, our property. Mm-hmm. It's not only for working area, but living and playing and learning, shopping. So, so it's a multi-purpose uh, complex project. Safety and security is a need for all functions, but green and environment is good for the residences. And art and culture is good for people to come to the site. When go to the museum, go to the movie theater, go to the music hall, concert hall. So it's it very happy to supply such a space and supply such a time. With that mix of those three elements, is there a favorite project that you have? My favorite one is uh, Roppong Hills. It's very good. I'm working here in Roppong Hills and living here in Roppong Hills and eating and uh, sometimes 
go to the theater with my wife. And I guess beyond Rapungi Hills, is there another place or, or maybe a city that you draw inspiration from? Honestly, New York City is uh, one of my favorite cities. When I went to New York City the first time, was uh, maybe 1989 and in some area, nice pocket park in the city. So New York is one of my favorite ones. I think New York has a lot of diversity, which makes oh, it yes, un- unique. Yeah. And I guess that's one thing with Asian cities, as they've started to evolve, um, have become more mixed use, uh, more integration between where, as you mentioned, uh, where you live, you work, you play. Uh, and those are kind of the great qualities uh, of a city like like New York, and we're seeing that more across all of the large Asian cities now. Yeah, Hong Kong also very similar to New York City, Singapore also. Now Shanghai is getting closer to such uh, such type of a mixed and di- uh, very diversifying cities. Mm-hmm. Going back to the development model you mentioned and the way in which um, Mori building holds the property. So you can help in terms of controlling the outcomes that you're trying to target for your uh, tenants and your users and the people that come and, and utilize the spaces that you're creating. Um, what is the limiting factor for you to be able to expand that so that you can grow w- you know, much larger? Is it access to capital or is there uh, something else in terms of your your pace of development that you're doing? Mori Building is a private company, not a listed company. So, and our family owns almost 80% of all shares. Only 10% is some other family and uh, it's not a listed company, so not easy to financing. But fortunately, in Tokyo, uh, banking system is very matured and interest rate is quite low. So as for the financing, I think it's not challenging. Of course, the bank is uh, watching us not to expand our project than our capacity. So we do our business very carefully. Only one big project, for example, Ropongis, it took 17 years. People are focusing on the project. Shortage of manpower is one challenging. It's not good that just assemble the power. We have to make our people understand Mori's policy, philosophy and policy. Of course, it takes time. I myself like to keep this pace for the project. Not too fast, but not too slow. Mori building style is doing the project very, very carefully. Good for the environment, good for the people, creating a sharing value to each other, to fold everyone. And, and what about partnerships? I'm sure you get approached a lot um, for potential partnerships with, with others. Yeah, 
good. Yes, a partnership project is uh, important, but it's not easy because some partner company is listed company, so they need to. They cannot wait for twenty years, thirty years. But partnership is important, as I mentioned at the beginning. If we do all project by ourselves, more building, it's not easy. We need many support from partners. To your point on talent and you、mm. know the the training and development of of staff, because、um, I think that's fascinating in terms of this next evolution of cities. So if you think of the future,、uh, you know the next. Twenty years. What's important for that talent to learn, so that they have the foundation to be able to take this next,、um, you know, evolution in terms of being able to create the 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 future of our cities. The most important point is curiosity. The、uh, team member have the curiosity to everything, and grit. Grit is a guts. Resilience,、uh, initiative, and tenacity, passion, curiosity, and passion. I, I need、uh, this character for、uh, my team.、Hmm. It's it, interesting because it's it's you didn't mention any of the technical skills. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah, of course. From now, on, yes, yeah. Technology, technological development is quite quick. So knowledge is important, but the knowledge is based on curiosity. It's my 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 thought. Right. No, that's great.、Yeah. Um, I did want to ask you about、um, a, a bigger issue about climate change、uh, and kind of the the future of development. How are you positioning for the changes that we see, and、um, do you make that part of your decisions in terms of investment? I know you're starting to look at a few other.、Th- Um, potential investments in other markets now. Of course, our、uh, real estate development has a big impact on climate change, but it's I think it's a positive impact、uh, because, for example, Roppongi Hills areas、uh, surface temperature is lower than the surrounding area after、uh, the completion of Roppongi Hills. So our Basic policy is、uh, vertical garden city. Means we build a project built、uh, vertically, so we create some open space at the ground level, and、uh, we install some park and plant trees. Not only we, but also all human being should pay big attention to this climate change, If, especially for. For business area and especially for、uh, real estate developer like us,、mm-hmm. are you seeing any impact to your existing developments that has happened re- as a direct result of, of change of environment? Yes, yeah, uh, but it's, as I mentioned, it's a positive impact. Right, real estate development is in the condition of vertical garden style city. Is a good impact for climate change. Morrison,、um, Voices of ULI、uh, is an idea in terms of being able to hear from from ULI membership、um, and leadership. And actually, Morrison, you and I met、uh, at a ULI fall meeting the first time. 
I think that was 14 or 15 years ago now. Um, And going to the ULI mission uh, of of shaping the future of the built environment for transformative impact in communities worldwide. As a mission statement of the Urban Land Institute, what does that mean to you? You This is very good impact for myself and for Mori Building because uh, from now on, the 21st century is a era of city, almost uh, more than 60, 60% or 70% on the planet uh, living in uh, the cities. So, so we have to create the city more, more uh, appropriate. So Urban Land Institute mission is uh, shaping the future of the built environment or the transformative impact in communities worldwide. So it's a very good good message for the future. And what has been some of the value that you found with ULI? Because I know I mean, Japan has had a ULI uh, uh, membership for a very long time, and it's been closely yes. tied in to the U.S. Um, how do you find that, that linkage? Well, I think it was uh, from 1995 or six. At that time, ULI headquarters came to Japan and asked Mitsui, Mitsubishi, Mori uh, to build this organization, local organization. So these three companies uh, agreed with uh, this philosophy. So uh, <coughs> Japan has started. Yeah, no, I think it's been, um, it's been good because the Japan part of ULI has definitely um, been there a lot longer than some of the other parts. And now that we have the Asia-Pacific um, uh, ULI group, there is a lot of exchange that's happening between the different councils. Um, it, just going back to the ULI uh, mission statement and that idea, um, and thinking about the next evolution of Asian cities, what are some of your visions, hopes, and aspirations for this next cycle of development? Yeah, it, this is very <coughs> difficult question because now everything is changing dramatically and additionally uh, there is a covid pan- pandemic so work style is changing and the living style is also maybe changing so how to create the city including this very complicated situation is very key and important what are the elements that you think will change technological development is very big impact for all our lifestyle and on the other hand the lifestyle also changing and for example family style is changing and aging society has started and very, uh, reducing of the population especially for young people young people so we should consider this change seriously and we should install our uh, consideration into our new development. That is a uh, shaping, I think. It, it, do you think that'll create a different type of, of physical environment in terms of physical changes to our cities? Physically, I, I think not big changing, but, but still we have to adjust the project to society. But mentally, I mean, just on me- mental health and well-being, 
I think that's something that hasn't been uh, the forefront of a lot of decision makers and providing for those spaces of which you can breathe, of which you can take your family, you can take your pet, your dog, those kind of of spaces um, now are becoming, I think, a lot more important in how it's designed, how it relates to development and how people actually socially connect, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. So far, uh, people's first priority was to uh, economical growth so far. But nowadays, it's changing. People's uh, most prioritized situation is how to enrich our life, quality of life. So I think this is big, big change between old style development and new style future development. So this is, I, I, I want to say this is shaping, shaping to adjust some new era. Right. Mm. Very good point. I do want to just come back to right when we started, when I asked you about where you grew up, because um, I, I, you started with, with university. Mm. Um, where in Tokyo did you actually grow up, like your, your er, early, early years? I was living with my family at uh, Tokyo. It's a suburban area. And uh, at that time, uh, with a dog. When I was a, a junior high school student, I started to play tennis, as I mm. mentioned. So I was an old Japan junior high school tennis champion mm. at that time. What was your neighborhood like? Neighborhood is there are many individuals, uh, houses, two, two stories houses with small, tiny, Garden. Has it changed a lot since then? Uh, last month, I went to my old house, and we, uh, my family sold it to the agent. Now, this area, this house, uh, separated into three ho- small houses. So it's densified. But, but, yeah, <laughs> but still, still there are many individual houses. Not big change. Right. Last 40 years, 550 years. Mm. With, with your tennis, did you travel a lot um, related to tennis, like to go play? Yes, uh, in Japan. In Japan. Mm, sometimes go to Osaka area to, for the match. So at that time when you were traveling around Japan, what was your favorite city to go to? Fukuoka. It's a Kyushu, okay. uh, Fukuoka prefecture. I don't know the reason, but at that time, weather is very nice. And, and I enjoyed uh, the playing tennis. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I played volleyball um, oh. for one of our teams in Canada, and we came to Japan on a tour. And really? We, yeah, and we played uh, mainly in Miyazaki. So we toured the southern island of Miyazaki, and we had several matches. And then we came to Tokyo and played the uh, national junior team in Tokyo. Um, wow. Yeah, and at that time, some of the oh, places... Oh, you must be a good volleyball player. Oh, that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> long time ago. Yeah. Uh, so, no, it's it's interesting, yeah. Because I think, they, I mean, Morrison, that those early years when you, you have exposure, you see different things that um, definitely influences, I think, the way in which you think about your work and your business and the way in which you've then evolved um, in, in terms of the, the projects that you work on now. So, Mori-san, thank you very much for joining uh, Voices of the OLI. 
It's been a great pleasure and honor to have you on today. Yeah, thank you. Well, for me, it's a very good pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. You're probably listening to this podcast at the ULI Asia Pacific Reimagine. And I hope you're enjoying this unique, interactive event and find inspiration in reimagining conventional ideas about our cities, business, and the life in the ever changing world of real estate. 